Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Gary Darby in the LitcoMetals.com studio. Glad to be here. Glad you are here and with us. And of course, yesterday when we left the studio, the, you know, the thought was, what about the severe weather that was scheduled to come in? And we did see some, but luckily, even though with a couple of tornado warnings in the area, we did not see some of the damage or things that we had a few weeks ago. Although we do have some power outages that I'll talk about and some workers still going on, there were some heavy storms and, and yes, some large winds that came through the area, but a good portion dodged and just got some rain and some thunder and lightning. And anyway, it doesn't look like uh, it was as bad uh, as planned, at least, or what we had planned for and expected with the forecast. That's the way these things go. We'll have some more showers coming in over the weekend. Just looks like normal, you know, Mississippi thunderstorms that are going to come through for the Easter weekend. So we'll get into your forecast right now. It's a service of Pickens Pest. Don't let those pests be a problem. And call your friends at Pickens Pest Control in DeSoto, Tate, Panola, and Lafayette counties at 662-234-2207. 662-234-2207. Today, now there could be some some water still in the places uh, where we did get some heavy rains, a couple of inches of rain per hour in some of our locations, but... 70 and sunny for the afternoon, so it looks very nice. We're already on the way to that with a high of 70. We're currently at 50. We'll go down to 46, 80 and sunny tomorrow, and then Saturday brings thunderstorms in, and we might have to try and hunt Easter eggs in and out of some rain on Sunday as well when we get around 70, and then we'll clear up for a couple of days there. So the weekend does look like we'll have a little bit of rain along the way. Let me tell you what's on the schedule for today's program. Last Thursday, we lost uh, power at the tower site about halfway through the show, right about 9.30, when we were talking with Carly Weeks, and we didn't get a chance to listen to that interview. Healthcare assistant program on the Northwest campus. I'm going to play that interview and we went ahead and did and carried on as if nothing was going on, but you weren't able to listen last Thursday. And so we'll have that interview from Carly Weeks that we'll play first. And when we're done there, John Ungreit's going to be on. He's percussion instructor on the Northwest campus. I'm going to catch up with him on a few things that have been going on already in the music world. And then the jazz ensemble uh, and, and festival that went on. I've got a question or two about that and how that went because we had, we had talked with Jeff Triplett. And, and others about that event, which was coming up. And now we're getting ready for the percussion ensemble and the steel band concert that's coming up. So we'll get with John on those topics coming up a little bit later on in the program. Power outages. It looks like TVEPA is got three that are affecting, three members that are affected a little bit uh, in between Pope and Lambert if you're familiar with that area or you you know somebody there. North Central Electric Cooperative in our DeSoto, Marshall, and a little bit of Lafayette County, they're about to get 
finished with theirs as well. About three hours ago was the last time uh, they updated, and they're trying to replace some poles on the system. So they did have some things they're trying to do there, but they're working on nine outages affecting 39 members. So they've gotten their numbers down. Northeast Power is doing the same. Uh, Their latest update on Facebook was about 10 hours ago, so they should be getting theirs uh, underneath about 300 members affected at this point. Entergy was hit pretty hard near the uh, river and then some in the DeSoto County area. There's a large number uh, in DeSoto County that they're still trying to work on and get ready from the storms that went through there. So we do have some linemen and some workers that are out and doing those things, and we hope that uh, they can you know, get this done and get it quickly. And you have some patience and hope that uh, everything We'll be all right. We'll get that power back up for you here, hopefully soon, from all those people that are working out and about. A couple of things before we get that first interview underway. If you are thinking about maybe getting a personalized tag of some kind and you work for, went to, just like Northwest Community College in general, they have their own tag now. Northwest Mississippi Community College has announced that car tags are available They can be purchased at $32.50, and that's returned to the college to support Northwest programs. Alumni and college supporters who would like the tag, you can go to northwestms.edu slash alumni. And if you want questions about alumni affairs or the foundation office or anything like that, it's 560-1105, 560-1105, Northwest Community College tags if you want to put them on your car, $32.50, and it helps support Northwest programs. Speaking of a few programs, athletically, we've got baseball and softball coming up for you tomorrow as they will have the Ranger baseball team traveling to East Central in Decatur. They'll be taking on uh, the Warriors there at 2 and at 5. Big games for the baseball team. Nine Mississippi schools make the playoffs and currently, Northwest sits in 10th place. But they're only uh, a game behind, basically, the teams that are in front, all the way up to 6th place. Currently, Northwest, after blowing away Holmes the other day, 12 nothing and 18-3, to they're 9-11 and inside the Mississippi Athletic Community College Conference. And right in front of them is Northeast and Mississippi Gulf Coast at 9-9, and along with Jones, and then East Central, who they play on Friday is 10 and 10, just one game in front. So you can see the magnitude and a possibility of a sweep for Coach Carson and the Ranger baseball team at Decatur. If that were to happen, they'll climb into that possible top nine and playoff spot. So we wish them the best of luck. Softball split with Holmes on Tuesday. They're currently fourth in the Mississippi Conference standings at 13 and 7, 23 and 9 overall. They too will be playing. East Central, but in Senatobia, two games behind the Rangers softball team at eleven and nine in the conference, twenty-two and six overall. Theirs is a little bit different, whereas baseball goes down and grabs more. The top eight play in the conference tournament, and then the top five finishers make the region twenty-three. And so, right now, Northwest would be in both of those in the softball world. Baseball has a little bit of work to do and we wish them luck along the way and i want to remind you one more time of the the rodeo that's coming up soon because the annual event is getting ready to be there out on highway four 
for the Northwest Rodeo team. And that will be Thursday through Saturday, the 28th through the 30th. And they have an event coming up that will be next weekend at Arkansas Monticello and then finish up the year with the Ranger Rodeo, the final rodeo of the season as far as things are concerned. So we'll remind you of that one more time. 9.15 is the time of day. It's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. We're going to give you that interview from Carly Weeks that was scheduled to run last week, but kind of lost a little power and we're off the air, so we'll grab that for you. You can hear what you missed last week. And then John Ungright finishes up. We'll talk some percussion things going on in the music world on the Northwest campus around 930. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. That's a simple way to get right into the LitcoMetals.com studio and me. Give me a message, whatever it might be along the way. We're going into the 62, 63 degree range with sunshine today. We got a great Thursday, North Mississippi, for the weather and to get out and do whatever you want. I want to thank our first guest, Dr. Laquita Smith-Parker, for being on, talking with us about the TRIO program and student support services. And now we're going to get into the healthcare assistant program and more with first-time guest and new friend of the show, Carly Weeks. Hello, how are you? I'm good, Gary. How are you this morning? Excellent. Uh, as I was kind of Joking around with people, I've got the Golf Channel on, watching Tiger uh, as he is getting ready and and teeing off here in a little bit. I'm getting to talk on the radio. Uh, life is hard for me at 9:30 this morning, Carly. It's it's a struggle to do this job, you know. I completely understand. <laughs> so let's meet you, okay? And we, and we do this, and and the people that listen to the show know this is we kind of introduce the people in and around all of the programs on the Northwest campus. And now we're going to meet you for the first time. So if you don't mind, you know where where was Carly from? How did she get to Northwest? And how long have you been there? Kind of a deal. What what's your background information? Uh, so my name is Carly Weeks. I am originally born and raised in Sunatobia, Mississippi. Uh, I graduated from high school at Senatobia, and then I started my college career path here at Northwest. I then went to Mississippi State University and graduated from Mississippi State with a degree in communications. Uh, From there, I came back to Northwest and received my LPN license. I worked as an LPN for approximately a year and a half before I began a fast-track master's program at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center to get my master's in nursing. Uh, After I finished my degree at the UT Health Science Center, I worked at St. Jude for approximately six years as a bedside nurse on the leukemia floor. And then I was kind of ready to change my career path and get into the world of nursing education. And I have been at Northwest for three years now. I am the director of the HCA and phlebotomy program. We have this program now offered on three campuses, the DeSoto campus, the Senatobia campus, and the newly opened Water Valley campus. Uh, So we are excited to be uh, able to accept more students in our Water Valley location. 
and we are currently registering for our mini-term phlebotomy sessions that will uh, go on during the summer months, as well as registering for our full 16-week program beginning in the fall. Wow. First of all, I want to thank you for everything that you've done, and I do this with a lot of the nurses that we get on and things, and people know that listen to this program. At one point when I was living in Huntsville, Alabama, I drove for a a major pharmaceutical company taking medicine to hospitals, to nursing homes, assisted living facilities, whatever it might be. And those would be some overnight situations, too. And watching, you know, the the ladies, the men that were doing the jobs in in all capacities uh, just grew a large appreciation for that. So I want to thank you for what you've done and now for educating those that are going and will do the job today. So that's where my next question I actually want to get goes in. I don't know that you can really describe what a typical day is in the healthcare industry on any level because there probably isn't a typical day. But we're talking about the healthcare assistant program. What would a person in that job be doing? What would their day entail? Can you give us some sort of information on that? Sure. Um, So many of our uh, students who graduate the program go work in long-term care facilities. They also work in the local hospitals uh, here in Senatobia. The new Delta Health Hospital that opened have a lot of opportunities for our students, as well as in the Mid-South area with Baptist DeSoto, uh, Le Bonheur, St. Francis, Methodist, and they also can work in clinics. So the healthcare assistant works hand-in-hand with the nurse, uh, they are kind of like the nurse's right-hand man, so to speak. So they are learning to take blood pressures, um, all facets of vital signs. Uh, they report to the nurses. They also report to the doctors if need be. They, um, you know, just general, generally speaking, take care of patients. That's what we teach our students in this program is we focus on compassion, empathy, and um you know, being a well-rounded, educated healthcare assistant as well as phlebotomist. So their day, you know, depending on what shift they work in the healthcare industry, we have so many opportunities for so many different people in different times of the day that they can work. Um, So, you know, they help with getting patients up and dressed in the morning, getting patients fed breakfast, lunch, and or dinner, as well as bathing, um, taking them to appointments, uh, again, reporting to doctors and nurses. Uh, so just really and truly, there is no area of health care that a healthcare assistant cannot work in. We need them everywhere. They are a vital part of the healthcare system. And I, I tell my students all of the times, they are the ones that see the patient the most out of anybody on the healthcare team. Sure. So they, they, you know, carry very good vital information about patient status. And if there were to be a sudden change in the patient, they're the ones that usually notice it first. And for all of you listening and, and understanding we've all been in situations, please have patience for all of these people. They're doing the best they can as fast as they can for us uh, in whatever it might be. So with that, can you expand a little bit on, on maybe how long it takes for someone to get through the healthcare assistant program, how long before you know they're out and about and ready to go to work? How long does this program last? Absolutely. So in our fall and spring classes, we enroll for the full program both semesters. It is a 
combined 16-week program. So within 16 weeks, the student will be duly certified as a healthcare assistant as well as a certified phlebotomist. Now, with that being said, the student does have to pass state board testing. Uh, these students are medical professionals and have to pass state board testing just as if they were any other medical professional in the community. Uh, so that is a 16-week program. Now, this summer we are offering two mini-term ses sessions of just phlebotomy. Those mini-term sessions are only four weeks long. The class meets Monday through Thursday, 8 to 2.30 p.m., and then on Fridays they do have some online assignments, that, but they are not actually in the classroom setting on Fridays. So we have two options. Again, our full program that enrolls in the spring and the summer is 16 weeks long. It's also a Monday through Thursday program. And then the many sessions that we're offering this summer on the Cenotopia campus for just phlebotomy is four weeks long. Talking with Carly with us and about to wrap up with her here this morning. And then I've got information on Northwest Sports we need to get to before we get to the top of the hour. I guess, obviously, one of the, the good things is, since it doesn't take quite so long, is there are obvious jobs and needs out there for people in these programs and professions, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. I have people calling me probably about twice a week wanting to hire my students. <laughs> Uh, we went to a clinical setting Tuesday, and I do believe that se seven or eight out of my 17 current students enrolled were offered jobs on the spot. So there is no problem at all getting a job when you get out of this uh, program. Well, uh, there you go. For those of you that are paying attention to that, if you were thinking about maybe a career change, you're thinking about something in that profession now you know where to go and to do that what's the best way for people to get that information we have talked about besides the website i guess northwestms.edu is there a phone number or a way to get in touch with you or someone else in the healthcare assistant program yes absolutely the best way to get in touch is with with me is through email my email address is c weeks w-e-e-k-s at northwestms.edu once you email me that you're interested in the program uh, we'll get the ball rolling to get you enrolled, get our required paperwork, and uh, hope to see you in the fall. Absolutely. Carly, it's a pleasure talking with you this morning. Have a good Thursday, and we'll catch up with you down the road somewhere, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. I so there you had the interview again. Uh, obviously, I didn't edit out everything from last week. Kind of hard to get some of that out of there. But again, uh, we were scheduled to have that one on the air last week and then brought it to you. Uh, this week and good program going on uh, in the healthcare world, the phlebotomy courses that are coming up and the different things. And as you said, you know they went to uh, and had the opportunity to to be in in front of people and seven or so of her current seventeen students that she had already with some jobs lined up or at least had them offered uh, before the end of the day. So. Check it out, northwestms.edu is the number to call. It is a Thursday, April 14th. I'll let you know, guys, that there will be no show tomorrow. Usually I go ahead and work and do things and uh, don't take many holidays because I, never, I'm, I don't have a Monday show. And usually most of the company holidays are on Mondays. Uh, but we're getting good Friday, and I'm 
going to accept this time uh, and take Friday off. I know we would have had the opportunity to recap some Ole Miss baseball. We'd have some high school sports getting ready to get in the playoffs. We'd have other things that we could discuss. However, there will be no show tomorrow, and so we'll be back on Tuesday. So I get it, right? Light work week for me, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll take tomorrow off and come back. I will have a Rebel Strike Zone for you coming up on Saturday and the final of the three games with Ole Miss and South Carolina with Lance Tolbert. That'll be kind of early, too, on Saturday morning. I'll give you the details of that, too, before we get done with our program today. But I just want to let you know that if you start listening tomorrow, and I'm sure you'll hear the rest of them. I know Gallo wished everyone a happy Easter and things have taken off as well, company holidays. So you're going to catch a couple of different things coming your way, and especially through the 9 to 10 o'clock hour tomorrow. 9.30 is the time. We'll come back, and we're going to get into percussion. We'll discuss a few things with John Ungright on the other side of the break. It's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Live radio as it is. 935, I think we have him back. John, you with me now? Yes, sir. Excellent. All right, so let's catch up and and do some things here. And I appreciate you stepping in and being a part of our program this afternoon, talking things around Northwest Community College. We have been, you know, leading up and talking, and I've had several members in in the department on, and I guess Jeff Triplett was the the latest. And we talked about the upcoming Jazz Festival and things that happen along the way. Can you tell us how that went, and and was, was it a good time, good weekend had by all? was fantastic. We had um, performances from five local jazz ensembles from all over North Mississippi, from as far south as Grenada to as far north as Lewisburg, um, as well as all the way up in Memphis. We had a Christian Brothers High School come and play for us as well. Um, Had a great afternoon of clinics and um, improv clinics. And then a fantastic performance at night by Grenada's top high school jazz ensemble that played with my two groups, our, our jazz ensemble here and, and the new jazz, Northwest Jazz Quintet, as well as um, former assistant director here at Northwest, who's now the director of jazz studies at Murray State University's um, professional big band, Todd Hill. I'm sure that was great having him come back to the campus, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I, he worked with me for seven seven years and is, is a good friend and just a phenomenal musician. John, I don't know if we ever have, have in the times you've been on, and it's John Ungright who's with us and going to be talking about things. You know, I, I talk with people along the way and, and how they got to Northwest Community College. And in any of our interviews, I don't know that I've ever asked. I know the story, but I, I try and give a background for our listeners who kind of know, and you, you've been around that campus for a while. How did you get to Senatobia, Mississippi? 
Okay, I, you know, I started as a student back with you in um, a long, long time ago, yeah. 1983, <laughs> um, and, and then um, left left Northwest and grad, graduated from the University of Southern Mississippi and th- then went out to New Mexico State University to work on my master's degree, and I was teaching in Hobbs, New Mexico, and um, heard that Glenn Triplett, um, our, our band director, here at Northwest when we were in school, had retired, and I wanted to send a letter or something just to say congratulations and 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 encourage him on his retirement and called the band department and, and got to Farrell Lunsford, who was the assistant director at that time and then became band director, and he said, hey, would you send me a resume? We have some jobs in the area opening. So I sent him a resume and got this phone call that said, said, hey, John, we want you to come interview for, for the assistant director's job here at Northwest. And, Gary, I came out of respect for people that I, I just loved sure. and cared about. Yeah. Um, and that all worked just fine, and I have been here now for 28 years. <laughs> 28 years, settled in, raised the family, got the boys. Are both in college now? Um, James has graduated from college. His brand new book, The Lost Son, just is going to be published, um, in Tuesday, actually. Wow. So, so it's real close. John Thomas is a senior in high school and he will join me here next year as a music education major. That is tremendous. We're talking with John Ungright, part of the uh, percussion work and everything in the band department and fine arts and all that you might want. He's 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 an, he's got his hands on everything uh, in, in, in that world. And so let's go there for a little bit into what is coming up next, and that is going to be more performances, of course, with the percussion ensemble and the steel band concert. What are the times that those will be? All right, so the Northwest Percussion Ensemble Steel Band Concert will be April 29th, or I'm sorry, 28th, which is next Thursday. It's going to be at 7 o'clock. Um, it'll be in the in the auditorium, in the Fine Arts Auditorium here on the Center Tobia campus. How many people are involved in those two things, with the ensemble and, and, and the steel drums? Uh, it's probably somewhere between... I would imagine 25 and 30 off the top of my head right. um, yep. of musicians. Some are percussionists that that do both steel band and um, percussion ensemble. And that, then there are some who are other instrumentalists that have just come and joined the steel band. And, and we have a good time at our rehearsals on Monday night. We, we learn how to play pan and, and the history of those instruments and things like that. I, I joked around with Jeff, and I'm going to do the same with you because you know uh, I was lucky to hang on to that drum line and, and the different things when, when we were in school. Did a little snare drum for one year and then did the tenors for, well, I'll go ahead and tell it, two. <laughs> I stuck around a little extra at, at Northwest and, and actually went through three of the marching seasons along the way. And I joked with Jeff, like the one thing that I've always wanted to do is learn how to play the steel drum. Can you teach an old dog like me a new trick of something Certainly. like that? Certainly. Um, nobody that starts pan here at Northwest has ever seen one before. Um, yeah, I've been doing it now for about 15 years. Um, and the ensemble um, starts from, from scratch. It, it's learning the notes on the pan and where they're at. 
Um, but you'd be fine. You read music already, and and that's a good step towards it. In Trinidad, they actually teach most of the, the steel drum stuff. If you've ever been to, like, Carnival or those big festivals they have in Trinidad for steel drums, most of that stuff is taught by rote. Okay. Um, where you just learn a phrase over and over again and until you got it, you go on to the next phrase. Um, we do a little of that, but most of it is working on reading and playing pans. Reading, there's um, realistically five different types of pans we hear, have here at Northwest. One's a lead pan, um, which is, is basically the soprano voice if, if you're talking choir. And then we have doubles. We have both double seconds and double tenors, which is a tenor voice. And then we have cellos, which is um, more of that tenor voice. And then we have bass bands, which are obviously that baritone bass voice. So do you guys, I mean, as, as a professor, differently, but do you teach classes for, you know, uh, like at night or at other times or at things along the way? Um, I, I do teach regular classes as well. Sometimes I teach music appreciation. Yeah. Um, um, I'm Right now I'm teaching a... Um, survey a popular music course for our entertainment industry studies. Um, but I've taught music theory. I, I, I teach regular instrumental classes, um, taught, taught a little bit of music history along the way. So I've done a little bit of everything. Yeah, I like the, the and I've had this conversation before, you, you mentioned the, the entertainment industry and the classes and things that are going on there. What is that class like? The entertainment industry studies is a class that is designed to um, teach the recording industry, um, both from the business side and the music side. So it has a lot of computer recording classes, um, teaching people how to use GarageBand and some of those hmm. other um, computer formats as recording, as well as live recording, as well as um, live application for live music or for um, amplification of live music, as well as history of popular music and then a number of um, business courses and things like that that they would need to join that industry. Very interesting. Very interesting. So how many hours a day, and, I, and I'll let you go after this, will the people that are going to be in this percussion ensemble and the steel drums, what is, what is a day of practice like for those people that are, that are in those? All right, so it, it, I can use Mondays as an as an example. That's the day we ha have our rehearsal, um, and so we'll usually have a percussion. Uh, if they're involved in other ensembles, jazz band starts at one o'clock, um, and then percussion ensemble is at two, and then if they're involved in marching band or a concert band, that's at three, and then the steel band folks come back from in the evening to eight in the evening um, to rehearse for that. And we have, you know, those small performances. We also have the Mississippi Day of Percussion coming up on April 30th that they're preparing for. Excellent. Would you give the time again for uh, the performances that are coming up here at the uh, end of the month? All right. So the concert is the 28th, um, and they start at um, 7 p.m. in the auditorium. And then our Northwest Day of Percussion, um, is open for all percussion students in high schools. We usually have about 150 students who come, and we do that free for the, the local students. Um, that'll start at 8 o'clock at the auditorium on the 30th and finish um, probably around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 
John, thanks again for being on the program. I really appreciate you, my friend. No problem. Glad to help, Gary. Thank you very much. That's John Ungride with us here and talking about a lot of different things that are coming up. And I appreciate him uh, hanging in there with me with some technical difficulties to start, but we got it going and good information from him. You can check it all out at northwestms.edu. It is 946. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Indeed, indeed. Carly Weeks, John Ungright, our guest today. And we thank them both, one from the healthcare part of things, one from the music side in Northwest Community College. Check it all out, as I said, at northwestms.edu. For those of you that live in this area, I'm going to give this information to you. Some of you aren't going to know where this is at all. Others will. But MDOT, about five minutes ago, just putting out for this in the Panola County and then in Yalabusha, really, really Yalabusha County area, bridge repair on Highway 51 between Pope Road and County Road 231 in Yalabusha County. Is closed both directions until approximately 6 a.m. tomorrow. 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 I hope you're also like me and you have uh, filed for an extension if you haven't you know, gotten your taxes done uh, because uh, we procrastinated just a little bit. And, uh, and so, anyway, uh, that, that is uh, tomorrow. As not, I know that it can be extended out to the 18th and then on further after that. So hopefully you've gotten all that. Maybe you've already got your money back and you've spent it by now. Hopefully you had not had to pay in too very much. Another Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour in the books. I'll remind you again, no show for me tomorrow as we will take the Good Friday off. And I'll come back Saturday with our Big Delta Power Sports Rebel Strike Zone. Ole Miss plays baseball tonight in Columbia, South Carolina for their weekend series, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And so we'll have two games there to talk about. Uh, plus how the Alabama weekend ended, a little midweek game we may skip over a little bit, but they were able to get back on the winning track. Lance Tolbert and Old Darb will be back with you on Saturday morning uh, for the, the final game of the three there in this SEC weekend with a show from 10.30 to 11.30. On Saturday morning, we'll have that for you, an hour's worth of things where we'll discuss the goings-on of Ole Miss baseball. We always take your messages at 662-426-1093. And let me uh, take this in. Uh, The text that comes in, NWCC Fine Arts Immersion Day on Tuesday was fabulous. Several hours of delight with singing, dancing with students. They performed, ate with us, and even cleared the tables afterwards. Wish you could have been there. Mary, I wish I could have been there, too. Uh, (laughs) Doing a little work here and a little work. I was actually in Sinatopia doing baseball. I was actually doing baseball that afternoon. Uh, But thanks for the text message in. At 662-426-1093. All right, friends, it's about time for me to make way. Gerard will come up next from 10 until 1. Steve Azar will be from 1 until 2. He's going to have David McGee on. We've had David on this program. He's been on with Gallo and others as well. 
uh, writer and publisher, and they'll be talking about things there from 1 until 2. Rebecca Turner talks to you from 2 until 3 this afternoon with good things, and then the Sports Talk Mississippi guys put a wrap on the day between 3 and 6 this afternoon. So hopefully you'll stick around, keep up with everything with Super Talk World. And I want to thank uh, all of you for being around and being with us here on uh, this Sycamore Bank Thursday. Ranger Hour in the books, no show tomorrow. Saturday morning, 10.30 to 11.30, I'll do the Rebel Strike Zone with my man Lance Tolbert. We'll come back and we'll do this program again Tuesday through Friday. And I'm, I'm pretty well already locked in. People are reaching out. we got things to discuss. We've got festivals going on. We've got superintendents who want to talk. We've got other things that are happening in the North Mississippi world. Baptist Hospital giving us a guest. Going to be a busy, fun week. Jane Burkhardt always on Tuesdays at 930. You know we've got it all lined up and ready to roll for you for the next couple of days. And I appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of our show today. Time for me to make the move. We'll get on out of the LitcoMetals.com studio. Let you listen to Gerard for the next three hours. I appreciate your patience in allowing us to put an hour on today. The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour concludes. So long.